Welcome to the Vina Life Podcast. This is a podcast for young adults based out of Life Baptist Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. Our goal is to help young adults grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ and effectively communicate the faith. For more information about our young adult community, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Vine at Life or email us at thevine at lifebaptistchurch.com. Now, here is your host, Pastor Chuck. Well, this is part four of answering the question, how do I grow spiritually as a disciple of Christ? Now, I wanted to sneak in this last part for you before we get into the new year so that in the new year, you can use all four of these principles to help you develop and grow spiritually as a disciple of Christ. Now, I said in the beginning and I said almost in every single episode, which will be in a a link in the description of this episode, that when you are desiring to grow spiritually, there are at least four essentials that I think that are crucial to have. And these four essentials or principles are not in a specific order, nor are they to be used as items on a to do list that you check off once you complete one. They are all equally essential. I refer to them as like four legs on a table that has a ton of pressure applied to that table. And if you were to take one of those legs away, the structural integrity of that table will collapse and it will be in utter ruins for the person. So all four of these are equally essential. They are biblical engagement, not just reading the Bible, but we need to actively engage with what the text says. And we do this through proper observation interpretation and application. We must do it in this order. We must do all three of these because a lot of the times people will just read the Bible and go straight to application and they get it wrong. So therefore we need to have proper observation of what the text says, proper interpretation of what the text means. And then, and only then can we apply the text to our lives and to our situations and what we're going for, because the Bible is sufficient for all of that. Then we have prayer. We must never take on more work than can be covered in believing prayer. Therefore, prayer must start and cover everything that we do. And prayer is possible because of the triune God to whom we are praying to. This is our communication to God. This is how we can deepen our relationship with him by faith, by praying to him, praying on others behalf, interceding on others behalf. So we need to have the confidence that they had at Pentecost when they prayed to our God. So we need to be those who are praying, having everything covered in prayer as well, which is another crucial spiritual growth essential that we need to have. And then we have scripture memorization. Scripture memorization is so crucial, which is another thing that a lot of people tend to neglect because they think it's not that important or they can't memorize scripture. There are so many tricks. There's so many techniques. There's so many ways to help someone memorize scripture because we are hiding God's word in our heart. And this is, this is a crucial, crucial piece because even in Colossians, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns and spiritual songs, with singings of gratefulness in our hearts to God. There is no better way for us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly than memorizing God's word. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 119, verse 11, where it says, um, your words have I 
treasured in my heart that I might not sin against you. And even before that, in in verse nine, it says, how can a young man keep his way pure by keeping it according to your word? We can do this when we are memorizing scripture. I've told you guys that I've been on the path of memorizing Ephesians two. This is right after I memorized Romans five. I don't think that we should just memorize one scripture here and there, but understanding that if we're engaging with the Bible, it's through proper observation, interpretation and application that we understand the context. So memorizing one scripture, it it, kind of puts us at a disadvantage if we don't understand the context. So if we're understanding, if we're memorizing entire chapters, entire passages, entire narratives, then we are better able to understand the context and then go even further through that process of observation, interpretation, and application, even in our scripture memorization. So scripture memorization is so crucial. And it provides the confidence that we need when we're going to God's word, because it's not our words, it's his. And then the last element or the last uh, principle that I believe is so crucial to spiritual growth for every disciple of Christ is accountability. This is a crucial, crucial pillar that many who desire to grow spiritually lack. And I think this is because they don't see the importance of having an accountability partner, having someone keep you accountable. But it is so necessary. Having someone keep you accountable is expressed all throughout scriptures. We see this in the 59 one another's. If you're looking at the Bible and you just look at where it says, you know, love one another, serve one another, don't pass judgment on one another, encourage one another, forgive one another, confess your sins to one another. These are all several passages that we can help others encourage. I mean, we can be encouragement to others by keeping them accountable to do these things and having others keep us accountable for doing these things. Having an accountability partner will change the way that you view scripture. It will change the way that you memorize scripture. It will change the way that you pray to God. It will change the way that you view a lot of things because now you have someone holding you accountable for these things. And it's difficult at first. It's uncomfortable because we tend to do things on our own. But even the lone sheep gets picked off by the wolf. So therefore, we need to have someone keeping us accountable. Uh, What happens when you don't have someone keep you accountable? Well, sin, temptation, the devil, all of these things continue to be more of a burden. Think about David, King David in Second Samuel chapter 11, when he had um, Bathsheba and he took her and he had his adultery with her, he was alone as a king. They used to go off into war and they used to fight. But David stayed back and he had his men go and he was met with all of these temptations. He was met with the lust of his flesh and he succumbed to that and he did not have any accountability around him. Whereas the apostle Paul traveled constantly with companions. Jesus constantly had people around him and he encouraged others to have people around them as well. This is where we get in Hebrews not to forsake the uh, assembly of the saints. It's even a one another in that. So if you turn to Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 and 25, it says, let us consider how to stimulate one another 
to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. So there are ways that you can be an accountability person to someone else. And then there's biblical precedence for us to have someone keep us accountable. We're not to forsake the assembling of the church. This is not necessarily going to church on a Sunday, gathering with the people. But this is also being around other believers. If all you do is go to church on Sunday, you are you're lacking in this. You need to be surrounding yourselves with others outside of a Sunday morning experience as well. So we need not to forsake each other and we need to have others keep us accountable. I have several accountability partners that I talk to (laughs) almost daily because I need that type of accountability and I want to be able to provide that type of accountability. I have people that I confide in where I'm confessing sin often. I have people that I confide in to where I have struggles of, you know, financial dealings or, you know, scripture memorization or Bible engagement where I struggle. And my accountability partners helps me in these areas. They ask me, well, Chuck, have you read your Bible today? Oh, great. What has God been teaching you in your reading? Oh, that that is awesome. How do you see that applying to your life and to your situation? How can you encourage someone else and all these things? So my accountability partners, they don't just give me surface level conversations because that's not what true accountability is. True accountability is going deeper, going further, asking the question behind the question behind the question. They are pulling out of me what God has put into me when I'm spending time with him. They're keeping me on the, the, the straight and narrow so that way I don't go to the left nor to the right, but I stay on the path, not being overcome by sin, not going back to the lust of my flesh and the desires of my flesh. So my accountability partners, they know my fallings. They know the areas that I struggle. They know the sins that can so easily entangle me and they keep me accountable for that. Now, when you're trying to get an accountability partner, this is the hard part because we automatically think, oh, well, if this person hangs out with me, that's my accountability partner. Oh, this person led me to Christ. They're automatically my accountability partner. But we don't know because we didn't even ask that person to be our accountability partner. We just assume and we can't assume that they assume that we're all on the same page. So if you need to get an accountability partner, matter of fact, if you don't have an accountability partner, you need to get one. So if you're in this category of not having someone keep you accountable you need to do so. And, and I'm going to just give you a few tips on how you can be able to do so. Number one, you need to take the initiative. Listen to me. You need to take the initiative. If you do not have someone keeping you accountable, at least for these four areas of spiritual growth, biblical engagement, prayer, scripture memorization, and accountability, if you don't have someone to keep you accountable, you need to say, hey, I need you to keep me accountable in these areas. Go up to a person that you trust. I'm encouraging you to get a mature believer. If you just got saved and another person just got saved the same day with you, I don't think that is beneficial for you guys to keep each other accountable. I think there needs to be some level of mature Christian accountability that you are seeking. 
So you wouldn't go to someone who's been walking with the Lord, go to someone who you would imitate their faith and say, you know what, if I can pray like that person, if I can read and understand the Bible like that person, if I can memorize scripture like that person, then that's the type of person I want to be able to keep me accountable. If I can be as transparent and open like this person when they're confessing sins, that's a person that I would want to say, hey, I need you to help me keep, uh, I need you to keep me accountable in this area. And ask, uh, let them know, ask me the hard questions. These are the things that I'm struggling with, but you need to take the initiative and go to that person and tell them specifically why you need accountability, what you need accountability in, and if they're willing to do so. I have yet to encounter a person that I have asked to keep me accountable and they said, no, I can't do that. I, I, I just haven't met that person. So I would encourage you, especially if you're new to this, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to be weird confessing your sins to someone. But the this is another reason why I say it needs to be a mature believer, because that person will encourage you back into Christ. He will let you know or he or she will let you know that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He, he will let you know that, you know what, God, he has forgiven you when you've confessed your sins, you've you've laid it bare before him. So the accountability partner is not only one that is just listening to you, but he is also, he or she is also pointing you back to Christ. Understanding what Christ did was enough. Now, understanding what Christ did, this is how we are to move forward in obedience and in faith in Jesus Christ. So once again, you need to take the initiative and go to this person and ask them if they would keep you accountable in these areas. Start with just biblical engagement. Can you just keep me accountable for reading my Bible and engaging with it actively? Can you keep me accountable for praying? Can you be my prayer partner? Can we get together, you know, and 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 pray together and, you know, see uh, what the Lord is teaching us because of our prayers? Share praise requests. Can you help me memorize scripture? That was one of the biggest things for me. Having someone keep me accountable for memorizing scripture was crucial. I met with a couple guys and we met weekly and it was to the point to where every single week we recited our memory verses and they kept me accountable. And I knew that if I did not have it memorized, I would look like I just wasted a ton of time. So I would go to them every week and they would keep me accountable for that. It's so crucial to have accountability, but it's it's different for us because we are not the type. Our, our flesh does not want us to go and confess these things. Our flesh does not want us to have people, you know, hold us accountable for reading our Bible, for engaging with the scriptures, for for praying and and seeking and interceding on others' behalf, or even memorizing scripture. Our prayer, I mean, our, our flesh does not want to confess sin. It, it wants to be like Adam. And when we sin, hide and not tell anybody until someone comes up to us. But we need to take the initiative. And number two, you need to be clear. You need to be absolutely clear on what you need accountability for. Maybe it's a sin that you're struggling with. Maybe it's you don't know how to read the Bible. Maybe you don't know how to pray and, and how Jesus modeled the prayer is just confusing to you and how you apply this to your own lives and your own struggles and what you're going through. Maybe you don't even know where to start in scripture memorization. Maybe 
you don't know what real accountability looks like. And you're just saying, hey, I'm being upfront and honest. You're the first person that I thought of that, you know, is a mature Christian and I just need accountability. But I don't know what that looks like. Can you help me out with this? And that person, once again, if they're a mature believer, they will be able to walk you through and help you in understanding what it is that you need because they they get to know you they they are spending time with you asking those pertinent questions seeing your bible time seeing what god is teaching you seeing your scripture memorization seeing your walk and they will be able to investigate and ask those those crucial questions that are needed for accountability listen guys this is a principle these are these are four principles that i believe will help in your area of spiritual growth. I I really hold to all four of these. Biblical engagement, prayer, scripture memorization, and accountability. Having a lack of any of these, I found personally, I have been stunted in my spiritual growth. I found like I felt like I was not going anywhere in what God would have for me to do. And even in me being obedient, I found that not doing all four of these, I fell more into sin. I fell more into rebellion. I fell more into doing the things that I just wanted to do, not understanding and not remembering that the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. And the more I stay connected to Christ, who is divine, the more I'm able to bear fruit for him, which he prepared beforehand. So I need, and this is something that I truly live by. If you know me, you know that I teach biblical engagement, prayer, scripture memorization, and accountability for every single person, because I truly believe that these four principles will help you grow spiritually. I hope that you guys enjoyed this uh, some little segment that we did. I know we broke it up into like four parts, but I, I really wanted to get this last part out before the new year, because with the new year, people make resolutions, people start new plans, people do all these things. If I can encourage you with anything, I want to encourage you just to start with these four principles, biblical engagement, prayer, scripture memorization, and accountability. At the beginning of this year of 2023, just say, you know what? I want to engage more with the Bible. So I'm going to start in the book of James. You know what? I'm going to pray more over all of my situations. So I'm going to schedule a specific time every single day that I set aside for prayer. Yes, I'm going to pray in the morning. I'm going to try to pray without ceasing, but I'm going to set aside a specific time for prayer. And I'm also going to memorize a passage of scripture a passage, a chapter. Hey, I might even memorize a book for the year of 2023. But then with all of this, I'm going to have someone keep me accountable for doing so. This is my plan going into 2023. Can you help me stick to this? (laughs) Can you help me be accountable for my biblical engagement, my prayer, my scripture memorization, and that we're constantly talking? If I don't call you, I need you to call me. These are the things that I think would be so beneficial going into the new year if you would just apply biblical engagement, prayer, scripture memorization, and accountability to your discipleship process, you will see exponential growth in this. And once again, these are just the 
basics. This is what I believe are just the basics in growing spiritually. If you can nail these down, then by the grace of God, he will continue to have you bear fruit for his kingdom. So I want to encourage you guys, use this as you start 2023. I'm really excited to get back with you guys. I cannot wait until the new year. We're going to be jumping back in Romans and it's going to be good. First of the year, first Thursday of the year, we will be meeting. We'll have a recap of um, Romans 1 through 9 and then we'll jump into chapter 10. Submit your challenge questions, guys. I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to have a whole new year of challenge questions, but we serve this. We serve a good God. We really do. So my biggest encouragement for you as we leave 2022 behind us and enter into 2023 to stay close and clean to Yahweh, our God.